They're like, well, because the that place doesn't represent sexual freedom. So that, you know, I, I'm like, well, I think that's the point. I 15% of our listener base is also in India. So like we that that whole area of the globe is very interested in us. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it makes sense to me. I'm like, of course, these are probably most most likely it's women who don't get to have these conversations with their friends, didn't have sexual education, don't have all the opportunities and, you know, flexibility of sex like we do of course they're going to want to listen to those perspectives they're i'm sure they're living vicariously through a lot of our guests and these situations like these are people that are thirsty for these things because even if you're raised a certain way everyone's curious about sex everyone is yeah Yeah. no it doesn't surprise me at all i think i'm like oh hell yeah like this makes me so happy that we're making ground and that we can be a small pillar in someone's life to open Mm -hmm. them up to experiences or just different um personalities and I'm, I'm so thrilled by it it is time now for something positive we might be headed to the promised land the of promised speaking land, the truth the land, and finding our external liberty once we internally liberate ourselves problem can only be solved when there is a kind of coalition of conscience This is the beginning, it is not the finale, and that's why we're here, and that's why we rally, 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 rally. We've got to be that creative minority, creative minority, creative minority. Find a way to get in the way. I got in trouble, it was good trouble, it was necessary trouble. Frankly, I know we've got to do something. Hey, hi, and welcome to Public Access America. You know, I'm recording in my studio to do some setup for a conversation I had with Rihanna and Adam from Bottled Up Bitches. You can find Bottled Up Bitches on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Player FM, the Stitcher Smart Radio app, anywhere you find your favorite podcasts. You can find them on Instagram, and you can find them on Twitter at Bottled Up Talk. I was just, what I did today was I actually pressed play at the beginning of that theme song. The opening song, which I don't generally really listen to anymore, because I the way I edit, I I have where I timestamp and place my tracks, so I don't generally listen to it. But this time I really did, and I want to I I really appreciate Kai for putting in the work and effort in the music there from Unsubscribe. Uh, it, it's really amazing. But I the audio, the the people. Martin Luther King, Ilhan Omar, the the uh, John Lewis. It just makes my skin tingle because those are all of the words that I really agree with. We need a creative minority. We need a a collective of conscious. You know, we need to intim- internally liberate ourselves. And that this isn't the end. This is the beginning. And I like that. All of those words mean something to me. And I've I've honed that that message over time and if you listen to our podcasts our audio isn't always the best but that theme song has really evolved into something special and important and i think it explains a lot of what we do here at public access america in the way that i'm looking for a creative minority a collective conscience you know to have these open discussions and I really appreciate the fact that you listen and that even if you don't agree with us or, you know, the topics 
that you're at least learning something from farming to uh, food diversity. These are things that Jeffrey loves and they're passion he's passionate about because food insecurity overall is something that we all feel really strongly about. Kids should have food. Our elders should have food. Everyone should have the vitamins and minerals that they need to live, right? But we also have other conversations, not to go off on too far of a tangent, with some amazing people. And I want to thank everyone that comes on the show and they're open and honest. From Patrick to Marco, uh, Zach, Dan, all of these people, they're, I'm growing up with them and they're part of my family now. And they come on and they talk. Deja, Jay, Jeffrey, Adam. I love all of these people. Corbin, we miss you. I hope to see you again soon. And we have these conversations open and and you hear the math. You know where our opinions come from. And I think that's what's important. So today we had an episode from... Um, bottled up bitches with rihanna and adam what i did was i grabbed them i i should have waited a couple extra weeks for them to set their studio up but i did not and we just had a conversation because they just wrapped up their second season of bottled up bitches and it's unique from their first season which is really cool so check that out either way you want it's fun to binge their episodes and you might find me in one of those where i went full monty and i i shared my opinion in an open honest way and i really appreciate them for giving me that opportunity and so right now i had them as a return favor on our show and we're going to talk about podcasting and what it was like to finish up their their second season adam is a co-host now and all of the changes and and people and influences that they had and where it's going from there so thank you for listening to public access america again after the show go ahead and subscribe to bottled up bitches on apple or spotify anywhere you find your favorite podcast definitely go ahead and follow them on twitter at bottled up talk and start like retweeting sharing and liking to to help us we're, we're all having open conversations to help people learn how to have conversations and dialogue again and they're a sex positive podcast that helps us do that and we need to support open conversations right so, so thank you for listening we're, we're supporting the listeners by doing this because i i have to because of the light of my life and i think that you know yeah, join us on Twitter because there's always some great conversations. Thank you for listening to Public Access America. Let's get into the conversation right you now. Just to keep them in place. I don't that's like right. earbuds. Oh, yeah, that's the stuff. Yeah, she has like <laughs> tiny, tiny ears, so earbuds never fit fit okay. in. Like they never go in her ear. Yeah. Right. Mine always oh, go in, but then they slowly slide out and pop out. So I don't know. Can you go grab? Can you go grab my black ones because they're bigger and that will hurt a lot less. But it's great; they will stay in that way. <laughs> we just I, did a, a guest spot a couple days ago, and I had to sit there like this most of the time just to keep them from falling out. <laughs> yeah. And did you guys like share earbuds when I recorded with you? I think we shared earbuds like a couple of amateurs. That's all right. I mean, it takes time to get the setup and everything. You know what I mean? But what's in, oh, welcome to Public Access America. My name is Jason. His name is Adam. Her name is Rihanna. They're from Bottled Up Bitches, and we just got together because they finished up their their, their latest season. I'm just going to go with latest season, you know what I mean? And so I, I wanted to get together and talk because I wanted to say, you guys have the content down. You have the format, that that the right format, you know? You have the right hosts. You have the right, Adam, are you a co-host? 
Yeah, I would say at this point I'm a co-host. Yeah. All right. Officially, thank you. Officially, I think I got promoted. Yeah. <laughs> I love that because I was like, I want to get bottled up bitches on, but if Rihanna's the host, then why is Adam there? He's a producer. I, to be fair, I don't also know why I'm here half the time. Well, I prefer you as a co-host. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you have the concept and the format, and now you're just working on the in-house studio. And I like. I like pe I like talking podcast with podcasters. You know what I mean. It's a good time. You get to share all the family trades and secrets. Yeah, and you just you moved into a new place, and so you're still setting up. I think I grabbed you uh -huh. like a week after you moved. <laughs> yeah, we we're working on it. There's a a big fat stack of the the sound panels, and that we'll figure out. We have to buy so many command strips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I use thumbtacks. <laughs> there you but go. But that's cool. So you finished up your latest season. What was it like? I mean, what, 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 how does it feel now that it's in the bag? It feels good. I, I, I feel like we learned so much because uh, the format of season one was just so different. Mm -hmm. And now we're guest based and always having guests. So we've learned a ton. I know just production wise, mm -hmm. uh, you were part of that. We had to record, re-record your whole episode because that had something funky happen there. But it's good. I feel like I have a firm understanding of how we do interviews and how we run the entire new platform. So um, I'm really excited for season three. We have a lot of professional guests lined up for mm -hmm. season three. And it's not as much as me like relying on the people around me. And it's mm -hmm. me doing a lot of outreaches. And we've had a lot of great people just reach out to us, too, that are very interested. So I'm excited. Yeah. yeah, we went through a lot of a uh, lot of a lot of, lot of uh, growing, growing pains, but but we got there. And yeah, like she said, we have some great guests. Not like some of the schmucks, some of you schmucks <laughs> we had on <laughs> for season two, the guinea pigs. Yeah, <laughs> Rihanna's a great host. Like, what I always get nervous about recording for the first time because I never know where the conversation's going to go. But Rihanna has this natural ability to go with the flow and stay centered on in the topic so i really like that you know oh well thank you gassing me up over here <laughs> well no it's true and i don't meet very very many people that are good at that you know that it i a lot of people script things to death and when i've when i've done celebrities or politicians they want everything scripted and you can't you can't veer from that if something comes up, but you have the ability to stay on topic and go with people. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've learned. Uh, I uh, We've been on a, a guest spot on a few podcasts where it was very scripted. And I was like, mm. Mm, I feel like I learned a thing or two. But also, I like that I go into things with more of an idea. Like, I always have an idea of what I want the episode to be about based on that person's um job or that person's you know mm -hmm. whatever it links up to sex you know I, I have an idea um and whether it stays on that or not is 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 going to be a whole judgment call but i know more or less where i want the conversation to go and it usually gets there naturally or it doesn't at all and it's something completely different but it still made sense right. um yeah having a general idea is nice but i don't like going into things with specific questions because then i find they get added in unnaturally and it feels like a weird obligation to ask this question when it doesn't make sense yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i've heard a couple of those episodes you had where i was like it's not going where i thought she was gonna go with it but it's, i like this you know some of the earlier episodes 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, we like to, I feel like a lot of shows feel more like sketch comedy. Like they've got their, they've got their lines memorized. They know their uh-huh. spots where they're supposed to hit. And I think we, we tend to, to like it be a little more improvised. Like we have the scene, the generality of the scene we're going through, and then we'll just see what happens in the conversation. Right. People know what your topic is, what your subject matter is. So it's kind of up to them to lean that direction when, when they're kind of led, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I saw, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say it, but your my episode, the one you did with me popped up before it was supposed to pop up. Yeah. It, it, yeah. it had the word finale and I was like, oh, I like that too. <laughs> But you don't necessarily doesn't know how to spell final. That, I, yeah, I, I think I misspelled, <laughs> misspelled final. Yeah, we, we it's we happened to happened. us like twice. Once in an opposite way, our our provider, like our uh, RSS RSS feed provider, and all that. Mm-hmm. I keep scheduling it, and I don't know if like the times are messed up, but it keeps like shifting it by one date. It's done that a couple times, and and like at this point, I am double checking, but like, yeah, it keeps doing it. But so yeah, yours yours popped up a day early, and I got a notification on my phone because I subscribed yeah. to our to our podcast. Okay, and it was like, hey, new episode of Bottled Up, and I was like, no, it shouldn't be. And I had to run underscore. in there. I know I saw the underscore in there, and I was like, oh no. Yeah, and it's funny because although we took it down, it's still in all of our uh, metrics. So it'll say like eight people listen to that. I was like, oh my god, that's two so of, many people. Two of them are me. <laughs> <laughs> I felt bad because I tweeted that. But you don't necessarily schedule your shows the way you record them, right? You get shows in the bag. And I love this idea, and I tell people that if you can schedule in advance, if you can record and get them in the bag and schedule them, it makes your life so much easier. Oh, yeah. We, we, we've we've had a harder time the past month or so just with all the like stuff going on in our life. Uh-huh. But typically, we like to have at least two... Two to three, like ready to go, right? And it helps, right? But how do you decide? Who, do you decide based on the last conversation what the next one's going to be? No, no, no. It's, it's all it's all based on who we're speaking with. Okay. Yeah, and and when I ask someone to be a guest, I have an idea of why I want them to be a guest, and I think I understand. I have an understanding of why I want to interview them. Right. Um, I don't ever. I don't ever schedule someone without understanding what the conversation is going to be about in my mind. I mean, and yours was completely different, which was great. There's quite a few of those where I think the conversation is going to be about this and it's different, but yeah. I still had an idea of why I wanted them on. I don't, I don't ask anyone off the street to be on. I'm like, Oh, you, you provide a great perspective. This is something very different about you that other people don't know about, or I don't know about. So there's right. other people that are going to learn something. And if there's something you can teach myself or the audience, then I want you on. There's also sometimes we'll do like maybe to break it up. So I think we had a situation like this last season where we, you know, we had an episode with Jake, so our Jake episode and an episode with Jacob, and they were recorded back to back. Mm. But we we're like, well, maybe we break up the white man perspective a little bit. So yeah, that's what I was asking. That was recorded out of order just to kind of to, just to break it up. So there are situations like that. Okay. We tried to do most of the season alternating gender. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that was something you actually that's what I was asking in the in the season-wide conversation are you trying to get a flow and do you do you get a guest that's like 
well, that doesn't fit, but that other person did, you know, maybe we'll wait. And so there is a little bit of juggling, right? I like that. I don't Absolutely, have that. Yeah. I don't get that luxury. It's like record. And, but now I'm doing these shows and I love these. Like I'm trying to give a break to my partner, Jeffrey, he's going to have a busy month. And so by getting these episodes, I give him a half day and then I can do these. I can put these in. Like I just recorded, oh, it's coming out two Thursdays ago, wait, two Thursdays ago recording tomorrow. Tom it's coming out tomorrow to us today. And it was with Patrick who I saw he's going through Alcohol Anonymous and he posted something about his sobriety. And I was like, do you want to record? And he was like, yeah. And it, it was a great episode. It was a great episode. It is great. <laughs> I don't know. Past, present or future. And so I really <laughs> like, because of the, because I saw what you guys were doing, I decided that maybe I could get some in the can too and promote people that I really want promoted, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I appreciate your show. And then like, how do you, how have you started going out about getting guests, Rihanna? Um, we've been really fortunate that a lot of our guests have come to us. Okay. And, and also, uh, I just stay, uh, on social media and I try and learn more and more about different industries and, you know, different sex conversations. And there's someone that I really, I don't want to jinx it, so I won't say their name, but there's someone that does sex astrology and she has a whole website and her whole business is, is coaching sex and leaning on um, astrological signs and i'm like oh that's incredible that's amazing like that's someone i would i would want to have a conversation with so yeah uh, i'll reach out and same thing with alice um i loved her art and i just i was like that's a, such a sex positive uh experience and mm -hmm. job that she does i want to have a conversation with her about it so i think we have enough footing of being a sex positive and not being in we're new, but not incredibly that we're well established enough that people are like, oh, that sounds like it's going to be an educational conversation, a yeah. great point of uh, exposure. But I'll just reach out to people. But yeah, most of the, uh, a lot of collaborations, so like Buttery Mails, we did an episode with them. And I was like, I would love to talk to you guys. So, yeah. and same thing with you. Like we're doing a little bit of a vice versa. And we just did an episode with Hot Girls Theory Podcast. And I'm going to have them on. Wow. Uh, They're from Australia, right? Yes. Yeah. I just went and listened yeah. to their show and they had somebody that was dealing with disabilities and mental health. And I, yeah. I, I reached out to that guest and I was like, Hey, do you want to be on my show? <laughs> oh, you're on your poaching guest. <laughs> well, I believe in, I believe in rotating guests, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. I like that. And I like, because everybody shares a different perspective and it's, you can listen to a different podcast or you can listen to a different guest on the podcast. You can listen to me on your show and you get a totally different Jason than me on my show. You know? Absolutely. And that's what's yeah. neat. So I like that. So hot theory, hot girl theory. I like them. They're from Australia. They have great accents. Yeah. <laughs> but I still, great. I still pick your show over theirs. You know what I mean? Oh, I appreciate, I appreciate that. It. Ours are very different. I'll let them know when they're on. <laughs> Theirs is very different, though. They have conversations just kind of just about anything. They'll have they're kind of a anything and everything type of show. So uh -huh. it's it's a lot different, but they're a good time. I'm very excited to have some conversations with them. One of their um, one of the hosts, Indy, she's a full service sex worker. 
Okay. Like immediately, I was like, oh, that's a conversation I would love to have. And I would love to be educated on more on that space. There's going to be so many questions from other people as well. So oh, yeah. that, that was my thought process. I was like, that's what I would want to talk to her about. So that kind of happens with everyone I meet. It was like, what perspective do you have? Of, like, Or my friend Emily. I was like, she's been on all these apps. I don't know anything about the apps. Mm-hmm. I was fortunate enough to never be on a dating app. So I want to learn more about that. I love that. And what... Well, you've never been on an app because you have an Adam, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's, now, what's it like being a co-host with your with your uh, your significant other, with your husband? What's that like? Do you talk about the shows ahead of time? Do you give her, do you give Rihanna the ability to just do what she wants? I would say for the most part, yeah. I mean, there are, there are a couple things I may like push back on, but but for the most part, it's it's kind of her show and and. However, she wants to do it. She does it when she's hosting. He plays a really good, like, true producer role where I'm like, this is what I want to do. And for the most part, he's like, okay. And sometimes they're a little too scandalous. And he's like, no, not doing that. Um, Or we we come to a compromise. But something that people may not realize is Adam and I have worked together, uh, gosh, I want to say three and a half to four out of a seven years of us being together, we've worked together. Yeah. Um, so that's how we met. We met working together in the same establishment and And for all different, for different companies, like it just kind of kept happening where we we would leave a company and then one of us would get a job and then drag the other one along with them and (laughs) just over and over again. Well, every time you get a job, they're like, Hey, we have this opening. Like, who do you have? who's a good person? Like what's, who's a good person for this role? Like who's a go-to? And I'm like, it's always Adam. Adam's one of the hardest working people I know. I know he's going to get the job done. Like that's the person I will vouch for, uh, any and every day. Uh, I'll go to bat for Adam and his work ethic. So I vice versa. We just drag each other around town. <laughs> that is cool. You are, you're such, you're such a good husband. Oh, I know it. <laughs> <laughs> And so what is, is there anything, any takeaways that from, what are some of your favorite episodes from, from this season? I'm trying not to talk about season one, but I'm trying to reference this season as if it is season one, but that it isn't in case you go either way with it, you know? Oh, it's okay. By the time this episode comes out, season one won't even be available anymore. Okay. Okay. So so I can just call it your, I've been calling it your latest season. Yeah, whatever works. Um, no harm, no foul. We're pretty open about season one as well. We, we we get a few questions here and there about it, and I'm not nervous to talk about it. Um, season two, though, I uh, gosh, what's my, your episode was amazing, and oh, it, I think it was extra great because we got to double dip and have two interviews with you. Right. Um. So I really felt like the second one, like every conversation we have, just escalates. Uh, to a greater level so we got done with yours and i was like oh that's the titties <laughs> i was like that was a good one uh so i loved your episode and gosh um jake's i loved jake's, jake's not was, to be confused with jacob J- yeah jake's was really good i think they were both great but we i remember getting that was an earlier one i want to say jake's was like our third episode that we had ever recorded wow. and we're still getting used to this new format and that one just flowed beautifully i remember loving it when we Mm -hmm. got done uh, talking to him yeah and uh yeah sorry i was trying to think of louis was so sean louis was sean louis was a a lot of fun and very different for us it was 
didn't go like I think where we typically go. Um, but still got us there. It still got us <laughs> still there. Got us and there. I think like it's interesting. One thing I I learned from one of the episodes with Jacob's episode, and uh, mm. I remember while we were recording, this was kind of an interesting thing that I learned while we were recording halfway through. I'm like, this feels boring. <laughs> like this feels like a really uninteresting episode, and so we actually, I think, we backburned we it. We backburned a it a couple times, and then I went in to finally record it, and I went, oh, to edit it, to edit it, mm-hmm. and I went, I said, well, what the hell was I thinking at the time? Because it was actually a really interesting. I enjoyed that episode, um, quite a bit, and so I think I learned. Like, I don't know if it's during the recording process, my brain's just in a different mode. So, like, right. But it was very interesting to come back and be like, okay, I definitely need to like listen to them. Like re- recording them is not going to be a good judge of the episode itself. Correct. I a few I, of those. Yeah. I asked I I asked you how many times you listen to your episodes, and you were like, I I don't. And I was like, no, you. <laughs> well, I listen to them in the when I edit them. I listen right. to them to edit them. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's cool. I like that. And I love the episodes that just give you that buzz. Like when you're done, you're like, yes. But then, then there's other there's other episodes, like the one with Patrick about alcoholism. I was like, I feel like I missed the point entirely. Yeah. And then I went back and listened. I was like, there's so much good information in there. Wow. How did I not think this was good? <laughs> I think it's like easy. And I think we fall in this trap a lot where we go in with this idea of like, here's what we want to talk to. This is a subject uh-huh. we want to focus on. And if it goes somewhere else, I think like you, feel like you did it wrong. You feel like you did it wrong or you feel like the right. episode was a failure. And it's not until you go back and listen. It's like, oh, it doesn't fucking matter. Can yeah. I curse on your show? Yeah, of Sorry. course. Okay. It's the only thing it, that wakes our audience up. They're sitting in the office, yeah, we got a hey. doctor's office and they hear fucking <laughs> like, hey, yeah, okay. <laughs> ah, there we are. Um, it's not until you record it that you're like, oh, okay, it doesn't matter that we didn't stick to the whatever arbitrary subject we had in mind. Like if it's a right. good conversation, it's a good conversation. Yeah. That used to frustrate me with Jeffrey because he likes agriculture. Our last episode was about farming and I had no idea we were going to go that direction. <laughs> and now I'm suddenly marketing to farmer Twitter. <laughs> but a lot of people listened and I, I just, I don't, I'm not quite sure why sometimes some of the subject matter that they tune in for. Because I don't, we don't have sponsors, so we don't have to hit goals. We don't have to hit marks of interest. We don't follow mm-hmm. the trends, you know. We talk about what we want to talk about. A lot like you guys, you know. We talk about what we want to talk about, and the outside world can be the outside world, you know. And but sometimes, yeah. sometimes it takes this tangent, and you're like, "Holy shit, <laughs> <laughs> that was real," or that was. That was more open than I thought. And I really love yeah. those moments when I get a guest that's just willing to be open and honest despite the embarrassment, you know? Like your episode with Emily, I just was so surprised how honest and open she was about that stuff, you know? Me too. I mean, was- <laughs> yeah, I think we, I think we <laughs> like both. Especially because Emily is my are. friend. And I was very surprised. Uh, I don't think people. Uh, I think people should go back and listen to Emily's episode. Emily's episode was one of our lower episodes. And really? I was like, that's such, yeah, I was like, that's such a good one. Like people didn't listen to her trailer. Mm. Um, it's, it's one of our lower listened to episodes, but I think it's so good. And I would have her back. Cause like she's, her life has changed tremendously. So now she's almost engaged 
at to someone she's like super head over heels in love and they're like traveling the world they've been to like three different countries together um that's so cool yeah she's living la vida and i loved where that conversation conversation went about learning about germany mm -hmm. and about the correlations and differences between sex education between mm -hmm. here and there I, I loved emily's episode there's a few of those where i'm like i don't feel like people gave that episode a chance but it was so good sure yeah for me it was more of the religious aspect you know throwing the yeah. religion into trying to find somebody with morals and values that isn't religious or is and i was like it really made me happy that that she didn't tune one group out you know exclusively she didn't give up on religion and just say i'm gonna find a good man she was trying to find the right balance i hope she did find that he's he seems like a good one yeah yeah, I've been gone to see, they've been traveling so much that I haven't been able to spend a lot of one-on-one -on -one time with him, but uh, she seems happy. <laughs> uh, her family loves him. She took him to the brother's wedding and they're, uh, she, he's seen all, all the family and he, he seems great. Yeah. I love that. Congratulations, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so next season, is there any plans for next season? Anything exciting coming up? There's a few. We're going to have a, a, a very sexy horror actress on. Horror, yeah. Horror. 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 <laughs> but she, uh, she does a lot of nudity. Like, her thing is, like, uh, very intense nudity in these horror movies, mm -hmm. these indie movies. And uh, her people reached out to us. Um, she seems amazing. Uh, so we're going to have her on. Um, I'm excited to have uh, both hosts from Hot Girls Theory yeah. podcast yeah. and uh, who else are we going to have on? Oh, oh we have a Dominatrix that's going to be on. Okay, I yeah. like that. Yeah, I feel like it's going to be a very industry season is what it it's, seems to be. Yeah, a very professional season. And, and, and I'm, we've got uh, one other big thing that I don't want to like go into too much right now because it's still kind of shaky and i don't know if it's going to be a part of the next season i don't know what the time frame is we're talking about arizona yeah yeah oh gosh um but that may be more season four it's gonna be season four season four okay uh we can tease that we may be part of the tucson erotic art show um so we're having conversations with them you know i don't want to jinx it if it doesn't work out it's fine more power to them there's still a great association but they would like to have us part of the erotic art show and we would like to be part of it so we're talking about what that looks like and that would we're yeah we're going to spend some time in arizona potentially next mm -hmm. year uh to be part of the art show that would be cool and you're you're a part of such a great community that way you know that's how you get the guests and get the voice and you so you're 18th in saudi arabia right yeah. i just saw that <laughs> I just saw that. So you are gaining uh -huh. ground with this. And it surprised me so much that Saudi Arabia was like listening to a sex positive podcast, you know? Someone made a comment that I, I didn't quite understand. You know, I'm not going to lie. The comment section of that one didn't pass the vibe check for me. But um, someone was like, you know, so this is something similar, but it didn't come off as positive. They were just kind of like, well, that's ironic. And I was like, why? Like, well, because the that place doesn't represent sexual freedom. So that, you know, I, I'm like, well, I think that's the point. I 15% of our listener base is also in India. So like we that that whole 
area of the globe is very interested in us mm-hmm. and it, it, it makes sense to me i'm like of course these are probably most most likely it's women who don't get to have these conversations with their friends didn't have sexual education don't have all the opportunities and you know flexibility of sex like we do of course they're going to want to listen to those perspectives they're i'm sure they're living vicariously through a lot of our guests and these situations like these are people that are thirsty for these things because even if you're raised a certain way everyone's curious about sex everyone is yeah Yeah. no it doesn't surprise me at all i think i'm like oh hell yeah like this makes me so happy that we're making ground and that we can be a small pillar in someone's life to open Mm -hmm. them up to experiences or just different um personalities and I'm, I'm so thrilled by it. Yeah, and I think it's exciting that it, it's exciting that if we can be like some kind of outlet for someone who may not have that, may not have some kind of sexual outlet in their general life, like exciting to 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 play that role for somebody. Yeah. Right. That's what I always thought about the show was somebody in the Middle East, a gay person in the Middle East doesn't know there's other gay people out there, right? Yeah. And so to suddenly find out that like there's a whole country full them <laughs> it's just really exciting to be a part of you know and i i remember getting listens in north korea and i was like what's that about you know <laughs> but I'm, I'm excited to get these listens in places that don't have those freedoms but they then they can hear we do and that it's normal and so hearing a sex positive podcast in saudi arabia even if it's a man you know that just thinks am i weird because i want to dress up like a woman no you're not you know okay don't do it in public you'll get stoned but you're not weird you know (laughs) exactly yeah i think like ultimately the goal of not only bottled up bitches and but crooked bunny in general is so that people know that they're not alone that like whatever it is that makes them feel odd or makes them feel you know against the grain whatever the whatever term you want to use like Mm -hmm. there's a billion of us weirdos just like you out there hell yeah yeah. i like that Mm -hmm. thank you for that (laughs) this happens every episode you made a point and i was like oh i like that point but then you kept talking and i was like oh i like that (laughs) point too I think I said that to you yesterday. I'm I like, I had did. something to say, but you just kept talking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Story of our life. We're men. We try and explain our ways through that. I think so. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoot. <laughs> Man, it was a good point. Anyway, people, people are embarrassed about who they are. And it's nice mm-hmm. to know that they don't have to be, you know? And I, Okay, I figured it out. Here it is. You got it. You got it, Jason. You got Sometimes it. people are embarrassed about who they are, and their reaction to the world is a negative one in advance yes. because they think they're going to be judged. And so hearing shows like yours or even ours lets them know that they're not going to be judged and they don't have to pre-attack, you know what I mean? And so that's where I wanted to go with that. For all of the listeners, if you just... If go listen to Bottled Up Bitches because they're a sex positive podcast, and then you'll learn you're not and you're not weird. Maybe you are. <laughs> it's okay. You are weird, and it's okay. I uh, we don't keep shame in this house. No, that's I mean, what's this important. Is, this is uh, very much not the same as you know being gay or trying to live whatever in some kind of LGBTQ plus lifestyle. Um, 
But I, you know, to your point, I grew up very much feeling like the outcast. I was this super nerdy guy into like these very geeky things. And, you know, when I was in school, like the nerd thing, Marvel wasn't these big picture movies that, mm-hmm. that we have. It was still like you're still kind of shunned for being into nerdy things. And uh, I felt very much alone uh, growing up and alone, like even in my family. Like I just never felt like I belonged. Um, and and it did make me kind of angry at the world and and almost like you said, almost get defensive preemptively. Like, well, I'm going to I'm going to lash out before you have a chance to lash right. out at me. And it wasn't until I moved to College Station, Texas, and stumbled into a gaming store and became part of a community that accepted me. And like, they were like, oh, yeah, we're all fucking weird nerds, too. And like, I felt like I had a family. So I think for me, that's kind of what I want to do in life is like, is help people understand and give people maybe a family that they, they have a hard time finding. Wow. I can't. Okay. Okay, Rihanna, you, <laughs> you've never. I just you feel like you said you feel like a nerd, but look at the woman next to you; she's gorgeous. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah, you can get a hot babe and be a nerd yeah, for nerd, sure. Nerds win in the end, you know. Nerds win in the end. <laughs> I didn't know how to say that platonically. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> but I, I'm imagining you've never felt like that, Rihanna. You look like, like you were all, like, yeah, you look like you were always the, the cute, popular girl that got what she wanted with the smile, you know? Are oh, you looking at two freaks and geeks? No, not no. the case. No, I was, uh, I was very much bullied in school. And uh, for uh, fourth grade through my freshman year in high school, I lived in a very racist town where I was the brownest thing they ever saw. So I had to deal with a lot of racism and uh from students from teachers i spent most of my freshman year in like solitude and and literally solitary they would um write me up for random things and put me in a in a room with kids that are like stabbing people uh well you were on your phone in the hallway and i'm like well then give me detention why am i getting put three days in, in school suspension um so my mom was like constantly at the school going to bat for me because I was I was in a marching band and then they were like, we're going to do cuts this year. And everyone's like, we've never done cuts in marching band. We're a town of like a thousand people. There's 40 people in this band. We barely qualify to compete. Why are we doing cuts? And they're like, we just want to make sure we're the best we can be. And I was the only one cut. And wow. uh, I was a baton twirler, so I wasn't even supposed to march. So like cutting me did nothing. Uh, they just didn't want me there. They just didn't want me there. They didn't want me on the field. Uh, I made people uncomfortable. Because you were brown? Yeah, because I'm Mexican. Wait a minute. Oh, wow, you are. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, I go by voice, you know, and I I don't know. The same, I I, I was married to a little four foot eight Filipino girl, and she would say, I can't believe the looks we're getting. And I'd always be like, from who, where, you know, what is weird about this, you know? (laughs) So do you, do you? Does that happen in Texas? We now? a lot of shit because of our height. Uh, uh, and I also look very young. So, like, I'm turning 27, but I'm 4'11". I've got a very young face. And uh, Adam once had someone come up to us, and he was like, uh, what did he say? He was like, do I need to call the cops? Oh, yeah, he threatened to call the cops. Um, he thought she was a child and I was a predator. Well... So we you kind of look. You kind of have the predator look. 
Oh, yeah. I can't deny. Like, <laughs> visually, it totally makes sense. We'll also, um, every, every time we come back, we go to Mexico quite often. It's one of oh, our cool. favorite vacation spots. Every time we come back from Mexico, we get pulled for questioning and, and all that. I think, uh, they think they, I'm getting traffic. They think she's getting traffic. Wow. Yeah. I'm really I'm really sorry to prejudge you that way then, Rihanna. No, you're fine. I appreciate it. But definitely was uh not the not popular. Not popular at all. If anything, I was very much hated and was on a lot of hate lists. People did not like me. Huh. And uh and that's why I love Lady Gaga so much. Like I'm a big Lady Gaga fan. Um, I've been to every single tour. We that's why we were in Boston was to go to a Lady Gaga show. That's right. Um, why yes, is she so, is she Mexican? No, <laughs> she's Italian. <laughs> no, but they, from a young age, I've been following her since 2009, and that was okay. her whole thing. Was uh, this is a place for all the freaks. This is a place where uh, if you don't belong, like I'm the one. And Lady Gaga was picked on so much. So like in the media, everyone's calling her freak and weird and they don't like her outfits. And that was a big piece of what she said. She's like, well, I'm here to be the, to be the, the biggest freak and no one will talk about you when I'm around. Um, I like that. So yeah. Like that's, um, she's always given me a home and a place to be surrounded by like-minded people that feel ostracized and left out. Um, yeah. so yeah, not the case, but I appreciate you. Wow, that's pretty amazing. <laughs> Racism always just it it befuddles me. It just it confuses the shit out of me. You know what I mean? So, Racism I, and just like normal things, like same thing uh -huh. with uh, what you were bringing up about comic books. I just like musical theater. <laughs> I just like musical okay. theater, and people thought I was a fucking freak. Yeah. I was a weirdo. Uh, just because I was like, let's watch Moulin Rouge, and they're like, what is this? No, we're not watching Moulin Rouge. Uh, when I finally moved back to Houston, when I was uh, a sophomore in high school, it, it was a little bit easier for me. Okay. Uh, I went to a school with over 800 people and I was a small fish again. Mm. So like that was a little easier and I wasn't the only brown person. At that point, people just didn't like me for my personality. That is impossible. <laughs> I am a very abrasive person. No um, way. I've, I've learned. Um, I also... I'm not afraid to speak out, so I'm just very, I don't think I'm obnoxious, but I am not quiet, and that either makes people uncomfortable or makes them mad, because I have a tendency, but none of the girls, I had a lot of girls not like me, because guys liked me. Ah, uh, that took, makes sense. I took attention away from them. Yeah, yeah. The girls didn't like me, and then um, guys liked me for a hot second until I talked back to them, and then they didn't like me anymore, so. Hmm. You know, you win some, you lose some. Okay. And that's the glue that holds <laughs> your marriage together, right? Yeah. yeah. I think so, yeah. yeah. We're just two freaks who found each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's always who what's, what's important to your spouse. Is it more important to you or is it more important to her? Yeah, and if it's more important to her, just get her back, right? Mm-hmm. Has she ever gone off the rails in a way that's embarrassed you? Choose your words. Uh, <laughs> I had to dig him a little hole here. <laughs> I don't. I don't think in, that's ever embarrassed me. I think there's been times where, like, I, I have been like, "Is this? Is this? By is this energy you're putting into it worth it?" At this gotcha. Point? Is this fight oh, yeah. worth it? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I've had to learn how to choose my battles a little more, a little wiser. But I don't think I've ever embarrassed. No, I don't think I, you've ever. We're both like 
we're both pretty quick to grab it, get each other's backs and then ask questions later. I remember once yes. we were at a Walmart. I love that. That's how I am, right? And uh, we were at a Walmart. Oh, this and, is my uh, fault. This is a me thing. We're getting out of the car. <laughs> she's obviously getting out of the, well, not, she's getting out of the passenger side. We're getting, obviously, getting out of opposite end. She gets out the passenger, and as I'm getting out, I hear her start screaming at somebody, like, immediately. <laughs> and I just turn around, and I start screaming at that person. Nice. And we're just yelling back and forth, and then finally it ends, and I, like, and I think I said to Rihanna, I was like, what were we yelling at him about? Like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Turns out he did deserve it, though. He was littering. Okay. Well, I, you, you don't understand this because tall people, they have all the privilege in the world, you know, but short people are ignored all the time and we have to be louder so that people hear us. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I'm short too. And I get, an, I get, well, I'm five foot seven. That's short. I, I get, I get ignored at restaurants all the time because my friend is six foot three and they'll just walk past me and go to him and ask them what I, him what i want <laughs> it just drives me oh, yeah. crazy why is yeah. that you know that happens a lot but with him and i think it has a lot to do with just like texas misogyny mm. uh i we've had people that like i'll ask a question and they will respond speaking to Adam. Right. I've had that. And that oh, and the way I pop off and the way I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm over here. Like I get angry. And <laughs> you have uh to. I do. I get so pissed off when people do that shit. Yeah. No, I get that. When you're dismissed. No, screw you. Don't dismiss people like that. That happens to me all the time. And I don't understand why people will talk to anybody else but me. It's like because of my visual disability, they think I can't hear <laughs> so, or that I can't comprehend or some some mental lacking this something in their brains thinks that I'm not smart enough to understand what they're saying. So they'll tell it to somebody else, you know, and I just I hate that bullying it, judgment. I was trying to find out like some, I had this idea for an episode called 12 ways to hate. And I wanted to drill down on why people hated. And I had judgment as my first one. People just hate because they judge things that they can't compare it to, you know, like yeah. you don't, you don't like somebody that that's, that's into cross-dressing, but you're judging it based on you, not them, right? What's best for mm -hmm. them? Cross-dressing is fine for them, not for you, but you judge it. And so you hate people because they don't accept your view. And I, so I'm working, I'm still working on that episode. I'm sorry that we got into a team. So what's it like in Texas? What's it like in, <laughs> in your new neighborhood? <laughs> I love it. I love your tangents. It's still, Thanks. it all, it all comes together. Yeah. Um, we're, we're only like two and a half miles from our old place. So <laughs> we're no, no changes, no changes to report back on uh, okay. if anything, we're closer to some things we love. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're just we're right next to both a Buffalo Wild Wings and a Fiesta market. So like, what oh, more could we ask for? Play. Yeah, mm. it's a good time. What do you, what's what's Fiesta? Do you guys cook? Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes yeah. <laughs> if we have if we have the freedom, we'll cook like full. Usually we cook dinner, but it's it's usually pretty simple dinners. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, we used to we used That's to be better. Fair. Yeah, we we've just been be busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've just been busy. So I used to work at Blue Apron. I'm not sure if you know what that is. I do. So I worked for Blue Apron for a while. And so we got free meals every week. Or okay. Discounted meals or something like that. Crazy inexpensive. 
And so that kind of taught Adam how to cook um because of those instructions and that also taught me how to eat better so that was great and then when i stopped working there we just figured out you know how to put a meal together and we still i have all those recipe cards like organized by protein <laughs> we still wow. cook we still cook a lot of those meals that we had um but no adam can cook he cooks really well um We've just been so busy the last few months. But yeah, it's a lot of like Trader Joe's instant meals and mm. simple pasta dishes. And you make a good hash. You make a good hash. You make some mean hash. We eat a lot of hash and a lot of uh, a lot of pasta dishes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's, a, yeah, we we will be the people that buy like the pre-marinated chicken and just throw it in the oven. So. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Mm-mm. It's simple, but it's good. <laughs> Do you like and to I, cook? I, I, yeah, I like ingredients i like the ingredients like i don't know i'm into fruit for the, this month for some reason i can't get enough of fruit cantaloupe honey dew strawberries cherries anything you know i don't know why love that for you oh is that banjo behind you it that is banjo, yeah. Yeah. Hi, banjo. that's him fully understanding who our animals are and your mom can't tell them apart your mom can't either i don't was, know yeah you did better than both our parents I was going to start this show. Hello, welcome to Cat Talk. <laughs> it's always Banjo. He's uh, he's definitely like an executive producer. He's always in the room. He's right. Okay. What kind of equipment are you using to podcast? Um, we got we got the uh, old Blue Yetis. Mm. Um, and our computer and that's kind of it we will do audacity i like uh if we're doing like internet i use obs to record a lot of times okay um but it's usually pretty it's pretty simple basic starter level setup but it but it works out yeah because i kind of had to too because uh we've got a, a a friend of ours he streams out of here and does a lot of like more youtube stuff so i kind of had to like Get equipment that worked for both the podcasting and the streaming and the YouTube recording and kind of had to find that middle ground. Okay. Yeah, I like that. And which came first, Crooked Bunny or or uh, Bottled Up Bitches? Because these so, are two, uh, you're, you're both two separate entities joined together for this podcast, right? Uh, bottled Up Bitches is under the umbrella of Crooked Bunny. Gotcha. So, Crooked Bunny, the idea of Crooked Bunny came first, the idea of that kind of this production studio. Oh, no, tell them the origin story. Yes, the origin story. Like the name? Yeah, Crooked Bunny was originally something else. It was originally called Brawling Bunny. Oh, no, 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 go back. Ooh, I like this. Oh, I don't know what you're referring to. Crooked Bunny was originally a t-shirt company. Oh, it was? Okay, you're going way back. It was originally... originally a t-shirt company in fact we actually have a couple t-shirts that have the crooked bunny um logo that i made and it's actually the exact same logo that i use today just a little a little jizzed up now good luck no keep going um cool yeah so so it was originally a t-shirt company um and then just that kind of got put on hiatus because i you know had to work and got really invested into a new job Mm -hmm. And um, as I was working there, I was like, I, I hate, I hate this job. I hate doing this. Like, <laughs> I need to do something creative and all this. So yeah, yeah. the idea of Crooked Bunny came, and the idea of it was these more 
YouTube, kind of more like sketch stuff, like video game stuff, more of like general production. Okay. And um, and podcasts. Uh, I knew I wanted podcasts to be a part of it. And when Rihanna and um, the original co-host uh, of Bottled Up Bitches, when they would be in the room together, I was like, these two are very funny. I was like, let's make this a show. Like, let's do this. Mm-hmm. And uh, kind of out of ease of like it's such a quick startup to do a podcast as compared to some of the other stuff i wanted to do okay um bottled up bitches it became the first production of crooked bunny gotcha but that 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 was by happenstance because you just it was kind of by happenstance yeah i don't think it was it was ever planned out that way it just kind of worked out that way that is so cool. I was under this thing called Jar Codes for a while, and nobody knew if my podcast was Jar Codes or the Unsigned Countdown. And it was the Unsigned Countdown by Jar Codes. Jar Codes is the production company that will eventually make other shows. Yes, yes. That's kind yeah. of the conversations I have to have now, for sure. Yeah. Right. And now, it's very, it, was, it was funny because very early back in the day, she's kind of taken it over a little more because communication's not my strong suit, but. When people would reach out, be like, hey, I want to be a guest on your show, she would always go, well, you'll have to reach out to Crooked Bunny for that. And it would just confuse everyone. Right. But yeah, it's a good so time. Uh, so Crooked Bunny was originally going to be a t-shirt company. But yeah, I think it was going to be Brawling Bunny. It was originally Brawling Bunny. Um, but whenever whenever the production, whenever Crooked Bunny became a production company, and we started actually trying to set all that up, Brawling Bunny was actually taken already. Um, I I don't, I don't think it was taken by a big thing. It was just another, like a YouTube channel and they had like seven videos and they hadn't posted in like two years, but I was like, Mm -hmm. I'm not dealing with that. Yeah. So I just, I I sat down, tried to find other names and Crooked Bunny came out of it. And I think I actually enjoy Crooked Bunny more than I do Brawling Bunny. So it worked out. I do too. And that's my first tip to all podcasters, by the way. Google search the name you want to use. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't set anything. Luckily, I had thought of doing that before I set anything up, but definitely search around before you actually like make anything official. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. We tried promoting a band called Cloud, and I was like, Cloud? Nobody's ever going to be able to find you in the search results. So they yeah. changed their name to like something else just really boring, and I was like, you don't get it and then they chose woven mother and i was like i like that woven mother nobody nobody's trying to be that smart that's that's a big problem i have with podcasts um they'll reach out sometimes or be like oh we want to collab and i'll 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 look them up and i'm like there's like 15 podcasts with the same name Uh and they don't make their profile picture on twitter the cover art of the podcast so i really don't know which one is them that's and how it I gets feel. so difficult. You know how many happy hour podcasts are? Happy hour, happy hour, happy hour, <laughs> happy hour. I'm like, oh my God, there's so many happy hour podcasts. Yeah, anybody could have looked it up, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because that's the obvious name for every show for eternity if you're going to be an hour long show. Happy hour. Yeah. So oh, you, are, are I thought you it was the, a cocktail thing. I'm sure it's a little bit of both. Oh, yeah, if you I, get to drink and talk and record it. I wanted to make a, an app called The Party Podcast where you would just set your phone down and record the party and then it would upload to a site where other people were doing that and you could just listen to parties, you know? I thought that would be so cool. That's fun. That is so I like cool. That. Yeah. I, I probably, love that. I probably would have called it The Happy Hour Podcast. 
like the party podcast. The party podcast. I just like that. Are you going to change your? Oh, are you going to change your logo for next season? No. Wait, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, people get they they identify with the image, like you were saying so much yeah. that if you changed your picture, I wouldn't know who you were. You know. <laughs> no, I've I've thought about it a time or two. Just to I've been thinking. I was like, should we add Adam? Should we just make the logo bigger? Mm. I'm still there. The logo's still there, but we need to make a cartoon face of Adam. But uh, I was like, no, it's about so. me. Yeah, I would say, I mean, it's kind of like uh, like Kona needs a friend. Like his is the face on there. He's got Gorley and Sona on there, but yeah, but he's the host. I think it works that way. And I mean, the only reason we changed the logo in the first place was just like to dissociate from season. One. Yeah, it was just to like complete, complete refresh between season one i really appreciate you guys being here oh i appreciate you having yeah, us on thanks for having us on it's always you're one of my favorite people to talk to oh you're you're part you're part of our family you know i love that <laughs> so people uh, people when are you going to start season three then well season people can binge season two that's the great thing about podcasts Exactly. We're on a we're on a little bit of a break just so we can get our feet under a season break. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think we're going to relaunch sometime in October. If I had to guess, it's going to be mid to late October, Ooh, um, just to give us some time. I know I, we we're going to have to because I want to do. Uh, I think that'd be a great time for us to interview our uh, horror actress. Mm -hmm. Would be for yeah, Halloween. I like that. And maybe you can yeah. do some kinky live stream thing with people in role play costumes. I like that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're so you're so lucky with your with the, the format that you picked. You know, the, it's so rich with content. So being mm -hmm. sex positive is something that is so individual, and people take so personally, and they still want to share it. So you're so lucky. I'm lost in my in my genre. I just try and cover everything, and now I just don't have to cover all that stuff because I can send people your way. <laughs> we're happy to help alleviate the load thank you i appreciate it now i'm stuck with politics <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot though that there you will never get bored there is always something going on with politics whether it's uh, historical or new yeah i just think people don't see it the right way i don't understand why people are racist towards a beautiful woman like you when they can just ignore you and go on with their lives like i always say if you're going to be racist instead of hating somebody bake a pie because then at the end you'll have pie <laughs> you know that's the way to go about it that's pretty yeah. good yeah so i hope we all work together for a better good is there anything you wanted to get out there before we wrap up i know you guys got stuff to do no, I you went over our uh, Twitter handles. You can find us on Instagram as well at bottled up bitches. You can send us an email about your sexcapade at bottled up talk at Gmail. And uh, yeah, you went over some of yours. Do you have anything? Yeah, no, just check out uh, on YouTube on Twitch and just check out uh, search for Crooked Bunny. And uh, hopefully, and not hopefully, this next week, all that's going to start ramping up. And Roger's got some really uh, cool, interesting. Thing. If you like gameplay videos, go check those out. They're not going to be like your stereotypical one. He's really doing some interesting stuff. Anyway. Perfect. To those who would tear the world down, we will defeat you. This is our moment. This is our time. To those who seek peace and security, we support you. Yes, we can. And to all those who have wondered if America's beacon still burns as bright, tonight we prove once more that the true strength of our nation comes not from the might of our 
Stitcher, Stitcher, Smart Radio, Radio Public, and Spotify. Yes, we can. Public Access America. History in the making. Making history in the making. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.